This is an abomination. You have the sitting president of the United States, Joe Biden, through his Justice Department, through his FBI, conducting a raid on the person who is presumed to be his opponent in the next election, and also the 45th president of the United States. As President Trump pointed out in his statement, it is risable that this would be purportedly done in the name of document preservation from the leaks we've seen when Hillary Clinton used an off-book server for years to conduct classified state business and at the same time, money was being funneled by the millions into the Clinton Foundation with the very people she was doing business with that to this day has never been investigated, not by the FBI, not by the IRS, not by anybody. We are truly living in a situation where the FBI has become a Praetorian guard from Rome, where they take it unto themselves to decide who wields power in this country. So he's upset. That's Stephen Miller, Trump advisor. And as you may have heard, Trump's private residence, Mar-a-Lago, was raided last night by the FBI. I have a portion of an article here from the New York Times because NewYorkTimes.com or whatever their stupid website is has a paywall because they do bad journalism and people don't pay for it. So they hold the information hostage. Fortunately, on CitizenFreePress.com, you will find this excerpt. Thank you, CFP. What, what? The search appears to be focused on materials Trump took from the White House. President Trump said on Monday that the FBI had searched his Palm Beach home and had broken open a safe, an account signaling a major escalation in the various investigations into the final stages of his presidency. The search, according to multiple people familiar with the investigation, appeared to be focused on material that Mr. Trump had brought with him to Mar-a-Lago, his private club and residence, when he left the White House. Those boxes contained many pages of classified documents, according to a person familiar with their contents. Mr. Trump delayed returning 15 boxes of material requested by officials with the National Archives for many months, only doing so when there became a threat of action to retrieve them. The case was referred to the Justice Department by the, ar- uh, by the archives early this year. The FBI would have needed to convince a judge that it had probable cause that a crime had been committed and that agents might find evidence at Mar-a-Lago to get a search warrant. Proceeding with a search on a president's home would almost surely have required sign-off from top officials at the Bureau and the Justice Department, which has been confirmed. The search, however, does not mean prosecutors have determined that Mr. Trump committed a crime. Mr. Trump was in New York at the time of the search, and yada yada, he was at a telephone, he was at a rally for Sarah Palin, who's running for Congress in Alaska. Eric Trump, one of his sons, told Fox News that he was the one who informed his father that the search was taking place, and he said the search warrant was related to presidential documents. So if they knew 
what they wanted and they knew what they were after, why didn't they just ask him for it? I mean, Donald Trump isn't stupid, regardless of how you feel about him. Mishandling of classified documents disqualifies you from running for president. Do you think on January 21st, Trump hadn't already decided that he was running for president again? Well, maybe not. Were I in his position, I'd probably be uh, a little nonplussed about the concept of holding public office again, considering what he went through. From the article, the search was at least in part for whether any records remained at the club, a person familiar with it said. It took place on Monday morning, the person said, although Mr. Trump said agents were still there many hours later. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate, Mr. Trump said, maintaining it was an effort to stop him from running for president in 2024. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. They even broke into my safe, he wrote. Mr. Trump did not share any details about what the FBI agents, FBI agents said they were searching for. Aides to President Biden said they were stunned. Oh, who cares what Biden's aides thought? The law governing the preservation of White House materials, the Presidential Records Act, lacks teeth. But criminal statutes can come into play, especially in the case of classified material. Criminal codes which carry jail time can be used to prosecute anyone who willfully injures or commits any depredation against any property of the United States, and anyone who willfully and unlawfully conceals, uh, removes, mutilates, obliterates, or destroys government documents. In January this year, the archives retrieved 15 boxes that Mr. Trump took with him to Mar-a-Lago from the White House residence when his term ended. The boxes include material subject to the Presidential Records Act, which requires that all documents and records pertaining to official business be turned over to the archives. The items in the boxes included documents, mementos, gifts, and letters. The archives did not describe the classified material it found other than to say that it was classified national security information. Because the National Archives identified classified information in the House, the agency, quote, has been in communication with the Department of Justice, end quote. David Ferry, David, (laughs) David Ferriero, the National Archivist, told Congress at the time. Federal prosecutors subsequently began a grand jury investigation According to two people briefed on the matter, prosecutors issued a subpoena earlier this year to the archives to obtain the boxes of classified documents. In the spring, a small coterie of federal agents visited Mar-a-Lago in search of some documents. The question of how Mr. Trump handled the classified material is complicated because, as president, he had the authority to declassify any information. It is unclear whether Mr. Trump, before leaving office, had declassified 
materials the archives discovered in the boxes. Earlier this year, Cash Patel, another Trump advisor, suggested to Breitbart that Mr. Trump had declassified the documents before leaving the White House and that the proper markings simply had not been adjusted. Quote, Trump declassified whole sets of materials in anticipation of leaving government that he thought the American public should have the right to read themselves, he said, according to Breitbart. And then there's some tweets from prominent political figures that I'll get into. It's incredibly interesting, incredibly troubling. See, Trump isn't stupid. This New York Times piece leaves a sour taste in my mouth because it continues with the narrative that Trump is dumb. And if you look at the at the whole of Trump's accomplishments over his life, he's 73. He's not, it, it doesn't indicate a stupid person. In the, the last recession, 2008, Trump managed to enter that recession as a billionaire and come out the other side as a billionaire. Also, when there were far fewer billionaires left at the end of Obama's reign of terror. (laughs) That's not, I mean, that's not what a stupid, stupid people aren't successful. Stupid people work at Subway when they're 50. No offense to any 50 year olds working at Subway. All right, I did it. Fine. If you're 50 and you're working at Subway, come on. What's the deal? (laughs) But the idea that Trump took 15 boxes of classified material just because he didn't care is completely idiotic. There's no way that that's the truth. If Trump can declassify documents, of course, he said, These documents declassify these documents because I'm taking them. And who knows what they were? There's other rumors swirling that they just grabbed boxes and didn't really look at what's in there, which says to me, not only because they broke into his safe, that they were looking for anything. And they just grabbed some stuff and left because they weren't finding what they wanted also supported by the fact that they were there for hours and hours. I mean, it's a big place. But to me, it makes sense that he turned over what they wanted. Why would he not? I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know why, why I'm, I'm, I, I think I share this particular characteristic with Donald Trump. And that is that I'm not really interested in cooperating with people that are trying to hurt me. And that's exactly what's happening here. I don't believe Trump would have done. Trump would have, wouldn't have taken a toothpick if it meant that the 
corrupt Department of Justice was going to have any cause to arrest and charge him with a crime. And it's interesting, this morning, a new, there was a, uh, well, let's see. How would you describe this? It's a Trump ad. But it doesn't declare that he's running for president. I was going to play it, but it's about five minutes long, which is just too much. It's very dramatic, very emotional. It doesn't address anything that happened last night at Mar-a-Lago. It's clearly well-produced. It was, I think, clearly intended to be a campaign ad. And he released it as a sort of middle finger to this corrupt banana republic regime that's calling the shots right now. See, in my estimation... This happened because the January 6th committee has failed. They have failed to produce any evidence that warrants arresting Trump. They failed to produce any evidence that could disqualify Trump from running in 2024, which is exactly why that committee existed to begin with. He showed in his first four years of office that he would not be an establishment politician that he would not be corrupted by the deep state and that he would play by his own rules he would follow the constitution he would not take part in the corruption that is destroying our country and so he himself must be destroyed in the eyes of the swamp. So the next step, a raid on his home. Got to find some dirt. Got to find something. It's the Russia collusion hoax all over again. Submit him to constant scrutiny, violations of his rights, surveillance, etc. And they found nothing. They impeached him twice with no evidence. It was a vote along party lines because the Democrats are completely corrupt and have no free thinkers. Filled with cowards and go-alongs. They just want to keep their jobs. They just want to be career politicians. They wouldn't stand against the Democratic National Committee. They'd be ruined. So they do what they're told. Is that what we vote for? Republican or Democrat, it doesn't matter. Your elected representatives are doing what they're told, not by you, but by somebody else. Somebody who runs a national committee, a foreign interest, a corporation. Not you, not the voter, not the person that they're supposed to listen to. This wasn't the game that Donald Trump played. He was about to expose all of this. He still intends to expose all of this, and it's why he must be destroyed. Now, in case you were worried that this podcast was going to deal simply 
in concrete mainstream facts. Worry not. Because I got some goods, baby. Here's the juice. Now, see how well I can set this up. I'm still kind of a noob, all right? Bear with me. This is an article from the Miami Herald, updated July 14th, 2019, because we can't just have, you know, okay, tangent, incoming. We must establish some sort of rules regarding updating these articles. Because it makes me nervous when I get in there and start reading an article that was updated more recently than it was written. Because I feel like it's prone to cover up. And I think we're ultimately going to regret in the future that all of our data is digital and on hard drives We have no more newspapers anymore. We have no more printed photographs. There's already a war on information. And we're not doing ourselves any favors by enabling all of our data to be manipulated at any time. This is why we don't condone book burning. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Now, this article by Julie K. Brown, headline, Deflecting Blame, Acosta Pointed Finger at Others. Why they may have some explaining to do. Yeah, I know it makes no sense. Bear with me. On October 23rd, 2007, as federal prosecutors in South Florida, where Mar-a-Lago is, okay, come with me, We're in the midst of tense negotiations to finalize a plea deal with accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. A senior prosecutor in their office was quietly laying out plans to leave the U.S. Attorney's Office after 11 years. On that date, as emails were flying between Epstein's lawyers and federal prosecutors, Bruce E. Reinhardt. Now, a federal magistrate opened a limited liability company in Florida that established what would become his new criminal defense practice. The stated address, according to Florida State Corporate Records, 250 South Australian Avenue, Suite 1400. It was the same location and identical suite number as that of Epstein's lead attorney, Jack Goldberger. By the end of the year, Reinhardt had resigned his position in the Southern District of Florida. Within days, on January 2nd, 2008, he was hired to represent several of Epstein's accused accomplices, who would later, like Epstein, receive federal immunity for allegedly trafficking underage girls. Reinhardt's defection was one of many highly unusual turns that the Epstein case took 12 years ago. Moves that could merit examination as the multi-million as the multimillionaire's controversial non-prosecution agreement is dissected in the wake of his arrest last week on sex trafficking charges. The name 
of the judge that authorized the raid on Mar-a-Lago last night is the same Bruce E. Reinhardt who was appointed to be a federal magistrate in 2018. Not by Donald Trump, but by other district court judges in Florida. Now, isn't that interesting? So do you think the raid was warranted? No pun intended. They had a warrant. That part was legal. Do you think they're going to find something? Do you think they're going to announce that they found something? Do you think an effort is going to be made to convince the public that this was all on the up and up? Or is it just going to be more political hackery? I guess we'll find out. Thanks for listening. Share the show. Send me an email. I'll be back. Goodbye.